What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And we are doing our end of the year wrap-up episode. So we're going to be talking about a lot of the things we learned this past year and also giving you guys some tips for feeling good during this final year because I know it can put a lot of pressure on people and some people get a little down. Also, the holidays can be a gloomy time for, for some people. It's not always like hearts and stars and rainbows and nutcracker Christmases, right? Absolutely. Talking about shit we've learned, shit we're working on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, if you love resolutions, if you fucking hate them, (laughs) Uh uh we'll get into all of that. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Kels, any uh, hot announcements? Where can people find you and go to a show? Yes. So we are kicking off 2022. We just keep adding more and more tour dates. So head to KelseyCook.com and get those tickets. Um, I will be at the Comics Roadhouse Mohegan Sun Resort in Uncasville, Connecticut at the end of January. And then Fort Wayne, Indiana for Valentine's weekend. So many more just go to KelseyCook.com or you can go follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy or TikTok at Kelsey Cook Comedy. How about you, Del? Beautiful. Hey, you can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. We got Efficient out of the podcast uh, for entrepreneurs. If you're really looking to simplify and scale your business and just create a lot of freedom and a lot of time and a lot of money, you can check out that podcast. And Efficient the process is um, is finally out 
People, okay, very funny. Uh, people are calling it my DIY PR package. Somebody called it my anti-PR package, which I think is fucking hilarious. It's uh. basically um, how to pitch yourself for literally anything and nail the shit that you want um, without all the expensive professionals and ads and digital marketing and all that stuff. So you can check that out on my website too. And yeah, I think that covers anything new. Amazing. All righty. Um also, and this will be tied into what we talk about uh, at some point in today's episode, but there is a brand new episode of Risk of Fury that is finally Ooh. out. This I haven't is, heard that in a while. Dude, almost two years since we've Holy been able shit. to release a new episode. Can you believe that? Almost two years. No, it, I didn't think it was that long. Mm-hmm. The last time... You know, pre-COVID, we had shot a couple months before COVID hit, and then we could not shoot, obviously, this whole time. So when I was in Austin a couple months ago for Moon Tower Comedy Festival, we were able to shoot four new amazing episodes, and the the first one is out now on the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. It is with Dan Soder and Big J Okerson. Nice. They absolutely killed it. They were so funny. Um, So if you're a Rissa Fury fan... We're oh, back, it's back. back. Yes. Back. Oh, so that's happy. awesome. That's yeah. exciting. It's it's my baby. I love <laughs> it so much and I've missed it. So yeah, please go. You you guys will laugh out loud, I promise you. They're just so funny the whole time. And um Taylor and Sam did an episode oh, with that's me. So They're- funny. First time having a couple on the show and, <laughs> you know, Taylor makes her return because obviously you and Del, I'm sorry, you and Tay, Del, yeah. um, were on the show together. So yes. um, just, it's, I'm just so excited for the rest of these episodes to keep coming out. So go, so go check that fun. out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Risk exciting. Exciting Thanks. news. Yay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, shall we read a quotable and then get right into it? Yes. I feel like we haven't read a quotable in a minute because we've had a lot of guests oh. on lately. Yes. This is um, submitted by Helpster Lauren at Patreon, our Patreon community, patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And it says, just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, it became a butterfly. And that quote is attributed to Chang Zhu. Good oh. one. Uh, it reminds me of that quote. Um, oh, God. It's something I really like, but it's the whole, um, hey, when you think you've been buried, you've been, you've actually been planted, grow. Oh, oh love those ones. I, I don't think I'd heard that one before. Ooh, you know, it can feel the same. Like when you're going through something shitty, it can feel like the end of shit. Of and, course. and, uh, it can also feel like, Ooh, there's going to be some new stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. Rarely when you're in when you're in those moments do you think it's the beginning. You're yes. always just feeling like you're focusing on the end of stuff. So that exactly. is a great quote. Thank Very you. Good. Thank, Thank you, so you Lauren. Yes. If you want to uh, submit quotes the way that Lauren did to be read on the show, you can join our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash selfhelpless, where we also have a giant catalog of our all our past bonus episodes that we recorded, we, we would answer listener emails and dive into some uh, deep personal <laughs> things that we didn't want to share on very, the very main personal. show. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I should go back through and see what oh, was God. talked about on there because yeah. God only knows. 65 <laughs> episodes of Secrets. That's like over 65 hours of, wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> we'll just well, not talk about it. It's that. Now that I'm in a full fledged panic attack, <laughs> remembering that we did that. Anyway, yes, they're up there. They're if you there. guys are, if if you are caught up on self helpless and you want some more of us, you can go binge that there. Yeah. Um, Kels, I'm dying to kick off this episode with what has, what things have happened for you this past year, whether positive, negative in, in between that you would like to share about that you learned something from, or you want to celebrate? Oh, what a question. I know. (laughs) Can you just give us a hot one minute, um, summary (laughs) of the last 12 months of your life? Um, first, let me start by asking you, do you feel like this year is the fastest year that's ever gone by for you? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like every, I feel like honestly, every year feels both long and short at the same time. Anytime, anytime I'm kind of looking at the past in some way, right. Like, you know, you know, for whether I'm like, um, whatever, recollecting something. That's a fucking word, right? (laughs) What am I trying to say? I'm reflecting. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm neutral about that. How about you? Interesting. It definitely has been the fastest year of my life. And I just heard somebody else saying that. I was like, I wonder if everybody feels that way. Weird. Just because of, of COVID quarantine type stuff or what do you think? Well, um, so my, uh, was Jan- was it January 2nd or January 3rd? One of those two days, I woke up that day and found um, one of my family members face down on their bedroom floor when I went to go visit them and called 911. Uh, they were taken to the hospital. And then that led into what I've mentioned before on the show this past year is that they were in the hospital for five months. And uh, I'm sure that that is part of why this year has felt so fast to me because that first half of the year was like I was living on another planet. Mm-hmm. Like it did not feel like time didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> like it was not a normal construct for me in my life. Um, and this year was the. Uh, I think that was the darkest time of my life. Um, and it's st- it's still ongoing. Unfortunately, the family member's out of the hospital, but um, it's, a, it's a disease that is progressive and um, does not have a cure. But I, I learned so much about myself in those five months and so much just about w- what matters to me. And I've learned how to be so much more present, I think, because of it and so much more grateful, um, just very glass half full. Not, I, I don't want to ever be like, you know, toxic positivity and not recognize when things are hard. But yeah, I think when you almost lose a family member, it just puts everything in to perspective. And uh, I, I hope I don't sound too repetitive because I feel like we've touched on this already a bit this year, but well, no, if we're talking about like- Huge thing that happened this yeah, year. If we're talking about, yeah. If we're talking about what this past year has been, the first half was certainly like uh, unlike anything I've ever experienced. I learned how to be a caregiver. I have zero medical background. I didn't- I. 
I didn't grow up babysitting. I didn't grow up in any situation that would give me medical knowledge. I've also had zero desire in the past to learn how to really do anything medically. I'm a clown for a living. You know, it's like there's no crossover with that, right? And yeah. uh, yet when you see one of the people you love the most in the world in that state and learning about the hospital system that they're most of the time a nurse is assigned like four different patients and they don't have time to be one-on-one with any patient for a significant yeah. period of time. Yeah. Also during COVID, it was <laughs> such a nightmare because I wasn't allowed to visit this person for the first six weeks of their hospitalization. They were not allowed to have visitors. We were being told that people were dying and having to say bye to their families over FaceTime through oh the hospital my iPad. God. Oh my God. Like it, out of a movie, hor- horror, like nightmare shit. And they let me visit them one time during those six weeks to see if it would help this person's um, mental state and their recognition and stuff. And they didn't recognize me and they took that as like, well, it didn't, it didn't help. And then they denied me visitation again for another like three, four weeks after that. So in that six week period, I got to see them in person once, even though I was living 10 minutes from the hospital, I would just have to FaceTime over the hospital iPad like once a day. And that was so so frustrating that they expected one singular visit to like completely fix what was going on with the person. And it's like, you got to give me more time (laughs) with them. Like that, that was just so brutal to be able to see them and then be taken away and not get to see them again. And, um, that then the family member became catatonic and that's when they let me come back because then they weren't really sure of a time frame at that point, or like how much time was left. And I think they had just lifted the COVID restrictions like a, an ounce where one family member was allowed every day. So that's what I'm saying is I became that person. And then that's kind of how I became a caregiver for those months was learning how to do all that shit. And, um, it's, it's really fascinating and it's also really disheartening because it, I did see that a lot of our healthcare system is really fucked. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like really, really fucked and broken in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm so grateful for my job that I had the flexibility to go be there with that person. Um, and Oh boy. I wasn't, <laughs> I knew we were doing an end of the year episode and that we would yeah. probably be like talking about stuff. I hadn't really thought about like what I wanted to share from that period, but yeah. I think I'm okay sharing that much of it. Um, maybe I'll talk about it more at some point, but anyway, first half of the year was uh, a nightmare, truly. Mm-hmm. And then the second half of the year this person's health had um, improved a bit and kind of stabilized a little bit. And so that impending doom 
feeling got lifted from me a little bit. They got out of the hospital um, and have more full-time, more kind of one-on-one care now. And at, at that same time is when I met my now agent. And that changed my life in one of the most positive ways that has ever happened, especially regarding my career. Um, I had not had an agent for 12 years, like the 12 years that I've been doing comedy. I've never had an agent. And I got so fortunate that like one of the best (laughs) agents out there wanted to work with me and has then created this whole tour that I, you know, keep telling you guys about on the show and, um, promoting the tour dates and stuff. And that has been this really huge light in my life is getting to do what I love consistently, like really go on the tour or go on the road every week and then making it the hustler tour where I'm playing foosball afterward. And I, I have felt so happy so much of this like last half of the year getting to go do that. And yeah, I just go like, oh my God, I can't believe this is my life that I get paid to tell jokes and play foosball. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yeah. That's crazy. And um, it's really, yeah, it's really nice. So my year has been absolutely insane. Like yeah. the lowest, the low lowest lows, highest, high. highest highs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So those are yeah. some of... Some of the things, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if there are a bunch of learning lessons from that, but I guess, like I said, just being really, I'm really present. I'm way right. more present and I worry about dumb shit so much less. I used to get really, if you listen to earlier episodes of Self Helpless, I had really bad anxiety. I would get caught up in, you know, the whole like Netflix, Netflix oh my email gosh, yes. sending. Yeah. I don't like, I don't even remember who that person is now. I don't think like that anymore yeah. <laughs> because I've just learned that there are so many more important things in life to actually, like if you are going to worry about something, have anxiety, there are different things to feel like that about. And that's the episode. You guys, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Is it? God, I feel like I've just rambled. I didn't. Sorry, it wasn't more cohesive. I just. No, it's like that. I feel like that's just what you shared is like your lowest low and like your your high. One of your highest highs makes absolute sense. And I feel like now I feel like I should share that because I have like, I guess I just have like a list of random things that happen. But I feel like maybe that's what we should do on this episode. Okay, it's kind of a journal episode. Yeah, really listeners, is. I hope I don't I don't know if you're into this, but we're just going to tell you. Yeah. About our year, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'll start with my low lows. Mm-hmm. Um just there was some there was some serious trauma uh this past year. Yeah. And it's something that I would like to talk about at some point in some way, but um I feel like I'm still protecting a lot of stuff or people in in a way. So I, I don't know yeah. when that will be something that I can talk about in detail. Um, yeah. But I had to just kind of remove myself from uh, a couple situations that were really not good for me. And yeah. it was very hard 
um, very traumatic. I think it really shattered just my whole reality for a while. Um, yeah. And kind of like felt like I was in a, like you said, like an almost like an alternate reality and like was really strange. I had never really experienced that kind of like trauma. And a lot of it was about kind of um, uh, mistrust, betrayal, realizing that things had not been done in my best interest for a really long time. And and that that's kind of what I I guess I could say about it. So that (laughs) was fucked. (laughs) You know, that, that was really, that was fucked. That was fucked. And then um, from there, you know, I feel like this last year, I really wanted to be spend a lot of time alone and spend a lot of time with my, you know, closest family and friends. And that's really it. I haven't really been wanting to venture out doing a lot of stuff or meeting new people or anything like that, because mm-hmm. I had a hard time trusting myself with um, letting people into my space. And um, yeah, I was struggling with a lot of like mistrust of, yeah. of things and stuff like that. Um, feeling much better now, you know, um, this time, uh, of year, but that was probably the, the biggest thing that happened that, uh, was like, Oh, this has altered the course of my entire life forever and how I see things and how I, um, think about myself and what I, the way that I do things and why I do them and, and all that shit. It just game changer type of situation. And, um, so yeah, that was, um, maybe actually a little over a year ago. Maybe I I honestly can't remember. It feels like I don't even fucking know. Um, and then on the other hand, this is, and obviously COVID and all that stuff, absolutely nuts. But even though that was the the biggest trauma probably of my life this past year. It has also (laughs) been the best year of my life. This has been the best year of my life. I got married. Cam and I got married. We eloped. Um, It's been the best year of business I've ever had. I am so fucking happy with my career. We moved into our dream area, location, neighborhood. We have this beautiful like little house um, yeah. it's in a place that I've been wanting to live in since I was in middle school. I thought this was like the coolest spot. And if I could ever is. live there, <laughs> yeah. if I could ever live there, what a dream. Um, you know, my, yeah, just the, the coaching business is going well. My clients are doing amazing shit. Five of them left their day jobs this last year. Um, we had doubles and triples of, and quadruples of income. We had huge media features happen for them. Like, just um, they're doing so well and that's really inspiring and fun to watch. Um, yeah, yeah I, I would say, I think those are some like big highs. Oh, and another, yeah, like, like losing, losing my grandfather was, a uh, was awful, you know, and yeah. that happened recently, but even with losing him and the like trauma at the kind of beginning of the year, um, it was, it's really has been the best year of my life. How isn't weird that, is that? How isn't weird that is that? So wild that both can exist in the same year. Yes. <laughs> it's really strange. We always just talk about that like life is that gray area, that like middle space. And I think that's just, I mean, even just what we shared just feels like that's 
proof of that shit. Oh, and this has been a, a full year of, of being social media free. I've been off, off social wow. media for a whole year. Oh yeah. my God. How does so that feel? Crazy. I don't even, I don't even remember. It's just weird. It feels like a different, that feels like a long time ago. Like what you said, yeah. um, that feels like I've been, I've been off for years. Um, wow. and it's so interesting because when people like, um, hear me talk about it. I feel like I could get labeled like an- the anti-social media person. And like, yeah. I'm not like that at all. I think social media is really awesome. And it's really about like, if you enjoy doing it or not or whatever. Um, yeah. And so this is actually really funny. When I got my tattoo, um, I was asking the tattoo artist, like, okay, what is the pain really like? Like, tell me before I do it. And he's yeah. like, the pain is kind of like, uh, you'd rather not you'd rather not it happening, but it's not horrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's how I feel for me about social media is like, it was never horrible. It didn't destroy my life. I was like, I would just rather not. I would just rather not, you know? I would like to, <laughs> I would like to work around it if I can. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, so I can love that. Yeah. Like great quote. (laughs) I was like, that's really good. Um, so that's kind of how I feel is like, for me, I would just rather not, if I have an option, if I can build something else, I would, I would like to do that because I just found it pulling my attention in ways that I felt like I know that I could be using this. My, my energy is very finite when it comes to technology, looking at screens, looking at video content. Like it's very much like whatever's going on in my brain, I don't have much capacity for that. Right. Um, you know, like even like being on the Zoom today, I can't really do any other Zoom todays. Like I, I maybe, maybe one, but like mm-hmm. that's it. So I knew yeah. that about myself. I'm like, I need to be spending this type of energy on building something in my business that feels more evergreen. And I just had to pick the priority. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, let's see best year of business I've had. Um, I have stuck with personal training for an entire year. I, that's like, are you serious? Yeah. I've never stuck with exercise. You know me. I've never stuck with exercising ever, (laughs) Um, but I just felt like there, there's more time freed up. Um, I'm way more engaged in all of like our family text messaging, um, group chats, all that stuff. When I remember when social media was like part of my day to day, whether it was for business or whatever, at the end of the day, the last thing I fucking wanted to do was respond to like group chat text messages and and talk to people on the phone or text or anything. So I just wasn't involved in that shit. And now I'm like, I really enjoy it. And it's, it's helped me stay more connected to, you know, the, the people I love. 
So yeah. it's been it's been really good, and I I was really scared to do it, but um, hey, I'm 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 living proof that it can be optional. You know, just yeah. depending on your career and what you're wanting. Um, yeah, I just think it's important for people to know that that might feel like me, like yeah. I'd rather not or this is not affecting me positively anymore. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Those are the big ones I think from this year. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Weird. We've had a lot of, a lot of stuff. Happen. Some shit. <laughs> it's been pretty wild. Yeah. And that's just the stuff we can talk about on the show. <laughs> <Seriously>. You know, <laughs> We don't yeah. have the bonus Patreon episodes anymore because it's just gotten to a point where we're like, you know what? We, we can't share. Yeah, we can't, we can't do it. We can't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's all I had. Anything else yeah. on your end? Any aha, any other aha moments or things from this year? Um, this might be um, a duh thing for a lot of people, but really prioritizing sleep and looking at self-care as an investment, Mm. whether that's an investment in your time and or money. But like, I have never taken self-care more seriously until the year that my self-care was like probably challenged the most. Mm. Where obviously we, Taylor and I joke about those early touring years that we were just running ourselves into the ground. That was obviously really, really hard on me too. But um going to the hospital every day for like four months in a row for sometimes eight to 10 hours, most days, um, my body has never been more out of whack and more depleted on a day-to-day basis. There was, there was never any time in those four months for things to get caught up really, like to get, to feel like I was rested. And, um, I started doing acupuncture again. I started doing craniosacral therapy for the first time. Uh, what I feel like there's another medical thing that I've been doing besides acupuncture, craniosacral. I mean, I do therapy, you know, important for my mind. But I just, I knew it would cost money every week to do these things. But I was like, this has to happen. Yeah. It just has to. And... I, I take my self-care so seriously now. I, I book flights differently. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. I book flights differently when I'm on tour because I just know now, even if it means sacrificing a day where I'm kind of just in another city doing nothing for most of the day to fly out later than having to wake up at three in the morning West Coast time, I just don't do it anymore. I, I've learned the domino effect of having your sleep fucked up is not worth yeah. anything because yeah. then you're not even a person for whatever else you're trying to do. So um, I just feel like I've gotten older this year. I feel like I, I feel like I got more mature in the ways of like understanding what's important in life and taking care of myself. And I have a, I feel like I have a really good relationship with myself now too, which I think was a goal at the end of last year. I think that was, that's been something I've wanted to have for a while. I felt like, yeah, maybe I don't have the best relationship with myself. And now I really do. Like I like spending time on my own and um, I just, I just feel like I finally feel the way I've wanted to about my relationship with myself. So. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. 
Are you Thanks. able to give a little like snippet of an example of like how you maybe used to feel or what you used to do versus what you do now mm-hmm. in that in that regard? Yeah, um, I something that has helped me a lot is to make a list of all the things that are self-care actions. And some of them seem very small. Other ones are a little bit more time consuming, but like lighting candles is on there. And that is a very small one. However, when I take the time to do that and make my home smell, like whatever wonderful candle smell it is, and just seeing how that looks aesthetically versus not, things like that, making sure I'm doing those little things things for myself on a day-to-day basis keep me feeling good. It helps me from dropping down into a place where I'm just not caring for myself the way I should. Um, Making sure my fridge is stocked with good food, trying to abandon those days of coming back from the road and there's like ketchup and raspberry jam Mm -hmm. in my fridge, like really taking care of myself um, as if I were taking care of somebody else because I feel like that's sometimes been easier for me is to think about like, uh, especially in a relationship, that sort of a thing or taking care of us as a couple, as opposed to just me, like, what do, what do I got to do to feel good right now? And, um, what else? I don't know. Those are like, those are kind of the main ones that I can think of, but sometimes it's big, like go on, go on like a little day trip or, or whatever, but it's important to do the little things too. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. it. It's, and it can be so simple. It's like lighting a candle for yourself and all that. I have a similar list in my phone called the hell yes list. <laughs> and that's what I look at. <laughs> I'm like, I, I got to do something nice. And then it's like, it just takes the, uh, the guesswork out of it. You already have your favorite things or the things that, you know, make you feel good right there. So it takes the decision fatigue after like, Oh, what should I do? What can I do? I think this past year, especially with like what happened kind of towards the beginning, Mm -hmm. I have actually spent time and energy honing and, and zeroing in on listening and strengthening like my intuition and gut reactions to shit because, um, my, my instincts have always been there, but the difference was I used to ignore them and talk myself out of them and tell myself I was dumb for thinking that. And now I don't, I don't like, if I just have a feeling about something that just doesn't feel right, I don't have to give myself a laundry list of reasons why it doesn't feel right. I'm just like, okay, it just doesn't feel good. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, and same thing for the good stuff. Like this feels so awesome and exciting. I'm going to do it. Um, so that's something that I feel like is different uh, this past year. Um, so yes. And another thing I can say with Cam and I and like our relationship and I forget where, um, I think Rachel Rogers was talking about this either statistic or a study for couples specifically, if you want to make your relationship quote unquote happier or better, um, spend your money on getting your time back and outsourcing and delegating as much shit as you can. Um, oh. And I have really taken that to heart for the past couple years now. It's been slowly doing that, but it's like outsourcing meals, laundry, cleaning, as much shit as possible yeah. because it frees up all this time. I know for me, like either spending it on my own self-care or spending having fun with Cam, but 
it takes away all those opportunities day to day to like bicker about things back and forth and be like, oh, I made dinner two nights ago. You should make it tonight. Like all that stuff. It's just removed yeah. from your relationship. And so those like draining conversations that can like build up resentment over time, yeah. they're just eliminated. And so wow. that is something that I'm like, I just want to do more and more of that. And now the only thing that we like <laughs> don't see eye to eye on around that so much is that I want to do it for literally everything. And he's like, okay, bitch, slow down. We we are not <laughs> we're not multimillionaires. So we gotta yeah. we gotta prioritize. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh, we could totally we could this thing, this thing that we're talking about right now, let's create a system, let's outsource it. <laughs> It's like, oh, I get it, my but God. like, you know, one thing at a time. So anyway, um, that's, that's a huge takeaway. Yeah. And I feel like, um, very, it's a, it's a pretty apparent impact in at least my relationship. Totally. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's great advice. <laughs> also, if one of your love languages is quality time, it's like, oh yeah, but you're getting a lot of it. Acts of service and quality time are my shit. Amazing. That's it. It's like covers it in one thing. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. New Year's resolutions. So I haven't made my list yet. We're recording this on December 3rd. So I feel like I usually end up thinking of that as it gets a little bit closer to the end. But... um. I don't know. You go, you go first. Do okay. you have some? You know, I, it's so interesting. I kind of, I kind of do new year's resolutions, but not so much. I honestly feel like, um, anytime I want to just change something, I just, no matter what time of year, I just want to do it quickly. I'm very impatient when it comes to implementing new things. Mm-hmm. So I guess right now, um, my new year's resolution, something that's kind of tangible is, you know, mm-hmm. how I like to have three things on my to-do list every day and like no more than three. I want to actually kick it down to two things this next year. And so I actually would really like to do even less and, um, spend even more time just being and taking walks and doing stuff and, and all of that. Um, because although my schedule has freed up a lot and I've been doing that, um, I also had, a lot of work that I did on my business this year. And I'm ready to just kind of like coast a little bit for a while um, until maybe like the next type of thing I might want to try or next kind of updates or whatever. So that's kind of one where it's just like, yeah, just more, more being present, more quality time with loved ones, more self-care, 
it, that that's really a big one. Cause I feel like, okay, I've worked uh, a long time to get to this point and I have to actively remember that I don't have to be doing stuff just to do them. Like I yeah. can, I can calm the fuck down and that stuff takes a lot of time Yeah, and, and mindfulness to actually put into practice. What about you? Yeah. Um, so I read a book recently called the comfort book, which I may have mentioned oh, on yeah. here as like a recommendation for people to read. I loved it so much. And a theme throughout it is the importance of rest and that it's, he feels that it's actually like the point to life. We are always like, YOLO, go do all these things. And he's like, I think the point of life is resting and reflecting on the things that have happened. Otherwise you're just like going all the time. Right. So I would say maybe number one for me is just embracing rest and embracing those days where maybe I don't have as much going on and rather than feeling like there's something wrong with that or like I should fill it up. Yeah. Just enjoying resting. It doesn't mean necessarily napping all day, but just like chilling out a little bit. Right. Reading a book, watching a show, you know, just 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 relaxing. So I'd really like to lean into that more. I, I have to keep undoing those wires that yeah. have been so embedded in me for so long of like, you, you got to be working all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. And number two, you know what? I'm just going to go with two. I'm just only two New Year's resolutions because yeah. fuck, like, just oh, got to yeah. simplify and focus. Yeah. This might, maybe this was one last year that I failed. Although I'm better sometimes, but I really want to stop being late. Mm. Mm. Like, I, I don't know why it's so hard for me, time management wise, to understand how long certain things take. But it's, I know that it's like, it's disrespectful. It's, it's not, it's just not in alignment with who I feel I am and like the other ways I go about my life. And yet I feel like I'm always frantically scrambling to get to where I need to be on time. And and it's not for everything. Yeah. Like I, I am always to my shows on time. I am always to, I'm, I'm to a lot of things on time, but like, I don't know. There are just certain things where I feel like it still happens more often than I would like it to where I'm like five minutes late. Mm. You know, yeah. it's, it's usually not egregious, but it's like even just five minutes, I'm annoyed with that. I'm like, just start getting ready sooner than you think you need to get ready because you're yeah. 32 You've lived <laughs> life long enough to know like how long things should take. So, I, and it, it also gives me a bad adrenaline spike mm. um, of that rushing feeling. And I'm just, I'm not, I don't like that anymore. I think I used to yeah. live for little adrenaline spikes where I could get them and I don't like that feeling anymore. Yeah. So just really trying to make an effort to fucking be early even, be five minutes early. Maybe I can be that person starting this next year. Oh man. What a very good, very specific one. I like it. Have you ever tried like alarms and stuff? I, I fucking use alarms for everything. And I'm wondering if you've ever tried that. Like, like alarms, in what way? Like, like an alarm for you have five minutes to wrap things up type of thing. And then like another one for like, you got to go out the door, like, or something like that, where you have oh. like alarms for different, like time to start. You have 10 to 15 minutes to wrap up. 
And now yeah. you have to actually, you have two minutes to leave or two minutes to do the thing or whatever, where it still sets you up to be five to 10 minutes early. Yeah. I I think I've done that a couple times, but I don't do it very consistently. So I should start uh, giving that a try because I mean, I don't want to have anything going on in my life where I'm annoyed at myself. And that's right. something I've been annoyed with myself about for a long time of like, why can't I just get this together? But again, it's never for shows. Like I'm always, if anything, very early because I get afraid of missing a show or something. But right. just other things, I, yeah. I'm not as great with time management. So I got to get better about that. It's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm saying I'll do one one resolution. I think I did one last year. I think it's been a try to focus on one thing type of thing. Yeah. One year was like wellness before work. And that's all I could do. It was like little tiny tidbits of just anything before I start to sit down and work. Even if I uh, stretch for five seconds, that's at least retraining my brain enough to care about myself before my work and my results and output and all that shit. Totally. Um, ooh, I'd be curious to know if, okay, go, what has it been? Four and a half years we've been doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Four and a half years back, picture episode number one, <laughs> if you can, and where you were in your life at that point to where you are now four and a half years later. <laughs> I feel so old. Like I picture four and a half years ago, four and a half years ago, me just as a child, mm. like a child get buying into pyramid schemes. <laughs> <laughs> just I just was so different yeah also I was on birth control back then we've said it before on oh, here but right. me getting off of birth control dramatically changed yeah who I was honestly like on a day-to-day basis my person it changed everything so much of my anxiety went away I just became so much more mellow but I was yeah, I don't know. I I like this version of me way more. <laughs> How about you? Oh my god. 4 and a half years ago, well, I was still working my my corporate day job, com- feeling completely discouraged and lost when it came to like my career. I didn't know oh. what the fuck I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was still doing a million things hoping that something would give me a clue as to what direction I wanted to go in. Mm. Um uh, let's see. I had probably been, I'd been with Cam probably about a year. So new, new boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. so excited to be working with Kelsey Cook and Taylor Tomlinson. I remember <laughs> feeling so excited to be doing, um, our, well, this was technically our second project together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, um, yeah, total fucking workaholic, co- just constantly on the go, running myself into the ground. Oh my God. Uh, showing my tits for meatball recipes, uh, talking about being a child <laughs> between the pyramid scheme and the fucking <laughs> flashing for food. I feel like <laughs> that gives a good gauge to where we were at. Um, and, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, okay, so married, married that dude. Um, yes, he did. And, um, not a, can really say I'm not a workaholic anymore. I am Wow, that's a big deal. That's a big one. I really am not like I, even when I have busy days, I am, I have plenty of free time in the evening. I have plenty of free time on the weekends. Like I really feel like that's been a big shift. 
And I, I cannot tell you, this is my favorite. I mean, besides Cam, obviously I love him very much, but, but my favorite thing is I know exactly what I want in my career. I know exactly how to get it. I know exactly where I want to go and I'm doing it and I'm pouring all of my energy into it instead of feeling like I'm spread between a bazillion things. And that to me feels like the most empowering, I think, um, change over the past four and a half years. Pretty that crazy. Incre- yeah, that's incredible. Oh my God. It's a long I'm so journey. proud of you. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. This is actually a very kind of like, um, I guess, m- more tangible thing too. Remember that personality quiz that we took years ago? And I think we did an episode on it where it's like, you're an EFJ, INT, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Myers-Briggs. Right, Myers-Briggs. Okay, for whatever, when we did that four years ago, my result was the protagonist. And that's a very, I don't know, like you want to be a charismatic leader and blah, blah, blah. I just took it recently. I am now a defender, which means I have, uh, I think I've gotten a lot more introverted. I have gotten a lot less kind of maybe all over the place. Um, And now it's like, it's all about kind of protecting and defending what is important to you and what you've built. And that is such an interesting change because I took that four years ago when I was in the midst of not really knowing what I wanted and having yeah. a totally different way of doing things. And what a, what a funny kind of like very visible result. <laughs> yeah. Personality wise. I should go back and look at what I was and then retake it. Cause I'm yeah. positive. I have <laughs> yeah. become a different personality type. <laughs> Kels, if you had to pick what would be like your top holiday tip for like feeling good and not getting wrapped into like the chaos of the holiday season? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, I would be mindful of what you're seeing on social media. I think we all tell ourselves, Hey, we know that social media can be a lie, right? Or like that it's not an, an accurate depiction necessarily of somebody's life. Holidays, people can really ramp up this image of their lives, I think, of like family photos and career success and like uh, talking about goals they've met. I mean, we just talked about goals that we've met in the episode, but I want you to just, if you're seeing stuff on social media and it's bringing you down, if it's making you feel like you're getting in that comparison game, um, especially if maybe like the holidays are not your favorite time, whether whether that's from family issues or, or whatever is going on, just remember that nobody's life is perfect and you can see a shiny photo on Instagram and you you just got to take a step back and go, everybody's going through something. Me sharing what I feel comfortable sharing with you listeners about um, the stuff with my family member earlier this year, um, without me talking about it a little bit on the podcast, nobody would know from my social media that the first yeah. half of my year was spent with me crying every single day mm-hmm. because I don't share that on social media. I'm much more private now about what I want to bring people into my world about. And uh, that's just, a, I think, a good reminder taking like a peek behind the curtain that you guys know now that the first half of my year was the worst ever, but you don't see that on people's social mm-hmm. media. So if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like other people's lives are going great, just know that sometimes you don't know. You just, you really don't know. 
Oh, such a good one. Being mindful about social media. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think mine would be for, I think gift giving causes a lot of anxiety and stress and overwhelm during this season and being really honest of like, do I want to get this type of gift or do I feel like I have to out of obligation, whether it's spending a certain amount of money or whatever. And one thing, um, I really kind of have scaled back on like who I get gifts and it's kind of just like scaled back to immediate family. Cause between Cam and I, we have such huge families, tons of friends. So it's like, really like, that's kind of all we can handle, yeah. you know, for the most part, there's exceptions obviously. And then, um, one thing that simplified this for me one year was just to pick something and that felt like aligned with your values and also maybe something functional and useful for most everybody else and get that same thing for everybody that was in a decent, you know, whatever, an attainable price point and stuff like that. So however you can simplify that for yourself, I think is a big one as far as the gift shit. I agree. Yep. Well, wow. What a, (laughs) Didn't expect for all that. Um. No, we did not. Um, let's read our iTunes review of the episode. Um, this is from, er- it says, Eric Snap Time. Uh, delightfully fun. <laughs> this is a wonderful podcast hosted by three talented, hilarious, beautiful women. The episodes Aww. related to minimalism have truly changed my shopping habits and my home. My favorite episodes are when Kelsey shows her disapproval <laughs> of Delaney's DIY haircuts and purchases like reusable Q-tips. <laughs> To all the other men out there, do yourself a favor and give this podcast a try. Oh, Eric. Oh my gosh, Eric. What a freaking killer review. Oh, that is so funny. Damn. So funny. It's been a minute since I've had something to make fun of you for. I know. What's I'm really uh I'm pretty upgrading all my shit. So it's like I know. What's, what's left? You had a <laughs> oh, hot streak there for a while. <laughs> you know what? I did oh, actually no. was doing my makeup the other day. I'm like, oh, Kelsey would be so sad if she saw this. Like the makeup brush where you, or not the brush, the eyebrow brush where you can like brush your eyebrows. It's like on a stick. Spooly. What it, right? It's been broken for so long. It's just the brush itself. So I have to like pick it up like this and it's all crusted with like dried makeup. And I'm like, Kelsey would be very upset if she saw this. I should probably upgrade it soon. <laughs> so there you go. Not, not perfect. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I hate so much about the things you choose to be. (laughs) That's it. Everything else I got locked down besides the fact that I'm wearing. Yeah. And I'm not going to show you my sandals. It's too much. We'll save it for next time. Okay. (laughs) Well, I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas. No, we don't have to, we don't have to get each other Christmas gifts, but uh, that's such an easy fix though. That is like, I know it's just 10 bucks. If that. Yeah. It's just, I forget about it every time because I also haven't been doing my makeup much. So when I do see it, like, I really got to do this. And then weeks go by. I'm like, oh yeah, I keep forgetting about this thing. And um, so TBD, TBC on the eyebrow brush. Okay. I'll, maybe that'll be my new year resolution. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's always something, right? right? When we think we've run out of things for me to be horrified about with you, we always find something. Um. Where people can find your shows. One more time, baby. Plug it, baby. KelseyCook.com, guys. Go get those tour date tickets. Um, So many coming. Yep. Can't wait. How about you, Del? So exciting. DelaneyFisher.com for podcasts, coaching stuff, all that. All right, everybody. All right. 
Happy New Year, guys. We will talk to you in 2022. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 